Hey everyone, I want to share with you an idea. Parshas Mikates, wonderful everyone to join again this week. In the beginning of our Parsha, Paro has a number of different dreams and calls on Yosef to interpret them. However, when Yosef begins to interpret the dream and he says there's going to be a seven-year period, there's going to be a surplus, and then there'll be a seven-year period, which is going to be a famine, he then seems to give Paro what would maybe be unsolicited advice. And he tells him, you know, I uh, think you need to plan. I think you need to make sure that you have enough and to store all the, during the years of plenty, store away that food, which is very odd for someone who literally was a prisoner, for someone who was captured, for someone who was literally thrown into a dungeon to begin to give advice to the great Pharaoh. How are we supposed to understand all of this? And maybe it's a little bit chutzudek, the gall of Yosef, to almost make this assumption of the royal advisor. It seems to be, shall we say, a little bit beyond his purview, and definitely beyond what he was brought out of the dungeon to do. Maybe one could, in fact, suggest, as the commentators do, for example, at the Chiskuni, that Yosef was, in fact, included that component as part of his interpretation of the dream. The Torah tells us that Paro, he sees these seven lean cows, and they stand alongside the cows by the riverbank. And in, what's interesting to note is that Paro, when he sees the lean cows devour the large cows, What's the significance that the lean cows first stood alongside those large cows before they devoured them? The Chizkuni actually says that those large cows represent the years of surplus, and those lean cows represent the years of famine. And Paro was actually shown all the cows standing together. Explains the Chizkuni to indicate that there would be an overlap period that would feature both the surplus and the famine. And in fact... The other countries maybe also had a surplus, but they gave away all their food. They had plenty. Egypt had plenty of resources, but because of the rationing that they did during those seven years, because they put food away, they were able to survive and thrive during the drought, and even had so much grain they were able to sell it to others. And maybe, explained the Chizkuni, that's what Yosef saw, these cows standing next to each other, meaning they are going to overlap. You need to somehow prepare. That only when the stored grain was no longer enough would truly the entire area and the region be destroyed by salvation, by starvation. And in order to ensure that they would have salvation, in order to ensure they would survive, they needed to put some of their resources away. This is a very powerful message. Sometimes we live in the world of consumerism. where We want to just consume everything that we have and how difficult it is for children, even for adults, not necessarily to take everything that we have in front of us, to be able to put some away, you know, save some money for the future, put some money away. You never know what might happen. Your ability to not necessarily engage in physical desire and excitement and, and toys and tchotchkes during this, you know, commercial season that we find ourselves in. But the ability to put a little bit of away is a very powerful message that maybe the Torah is trying to tell us what you can accomplish if you put and you're able to push off instantaneous gratification and push it off for the future. You actually are able to thrive, survive, 
help yourself, and even the ability to help others. Let's try and think about what do I really, not what I want, but what do I really need? And sure things that I don't need, and maybe even have them, I can put them aside for another time, for another person, for another place. Look what Egypt was able to do, and who knows what we're able to do as well. Have a Shabbat Shalom. Have a beautiful, uplifting Shabbos.